ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Heel Turn, our live weekly wrestling show and the official podcast of ProWrestling.Cool. It's not just cool, it's dot cool. We are also the official podcast of FuckSaudiArabia.Cool. It's not just cool, it's a dating website, I think? It's a, it, it still goes to the wrestling website, John. Okay, fair. But we are talking about wrestling, because we're talking about this past week in the WWE... And the upcoming week in the WWE, which means we're talking about SmackDown on Fox. We're talking about Monday Night Raw. And, of course, this Thursday is a bad show. So we're going to get predictions for Super Showdown. I'm Unfortunately, o- I don't have more Saudi Arabia facts this time. We already own the URL. It's the best joke we have. So I'm Owen, joined as always by John. Joined as always by everybody out there on the internet. Isn't that cool? It's dot cool. We are streaming live over at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling. So check us out there. We are moderating the chat and we will get to it as we deem fit. Owen. Hey, John. I have nothing. I've I've basically done nothing this week. How was, uh, I mean, this week just started, but. I mean, you know, in the past week, come on, man. I mean, you did Don't have, be semantics with me. You did get up heel turn a bit late, but you did have a guest on the show. How'd that go? Oh, yeah, no, that... Yeah, okay, if we're gonna talk about, like, the website and shit, then, yeah, no, uh, last we see alternative, uh, went up late because I got busy. Look, I had, like, a bunch of birthday shit to do this weekend and saw a bunch of movies and it was fun, uh, but... Didn't leave a lot of time to edit a podcast, especially when Oscar got the file to me at, like, 10 at night on Thursday. That's fun. Yeah, basically. Anyway, uh, yeah, last week on Heel Alternative, episode 18, we had a special guest, uh, Ashley Lauren Rogers, uh, a playwright who wrote that uh, that last ring play that I went and saw instead of being on Heel Turn, like, I don't know, a month ago or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also does a bunch of other cool stuff. And you should listen to that episode. It's very good. That's awesome. I have to check that out. I was busy this past weekend, and then, you know, today I had to prep for this show. Go listen to the content we make over at ProWrestling.Cool. It's a website. Heck yeah. Also, I saw Color Out of Space. What? It's a, it's the Nick Cage movie. It's a Lovecraft thing. It's, it's kind of, it's Mandy-esque. So it's good. Not as good as Mandy. That's a shame. It's it's okay. It's got some really interesting ideas. I don't think it really comes together all that well. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also saw Birds of Prey. I saw Birds of Prey. That's very fun. John? That was a dumbass movie. I enjoyed it. I, I As a New Yorker, I knew you'd appreciate it. I You know, I think that... I think that uh, some of it was a little, like, try hard, like, you know, not to reference other podcasts here, but I think that a, a take that I heard on another show basically saying that it was, like, a story written by every media person that has ever come to New York and just, like, lives that weird media person life. I, yeah, accurate. But, yeah, hey, look, I, I like a good bacon, egg, and cheese, so, you know. Yeah, but they get sandwiches are life. You know, the bodega sandwiches is very good. I did watch that and go, man, I could go for a bacon egg and cheese right now. You sure got one afterward. 
wasn't in the, the right place for that. Fair enough. But yeah, I, I enjoyed Birds of Prey a lot. I, yeah, it was a cool-ass movie. Yeah. But I understand how you've seen all these movies and you still haven't seen Sonic the Hedgehog. I'll get to it. Number one movie in the world, two weeks in a row, making all the money. Yeah, I'll get to it. Get to it soon, I want to talk to you about it. I will, eventually. Maybe this weekend. Please do. I so I won't be able to. I'll I'll be in Boston. Well, have fun with that. I will have fun with that. I'll be having fun getting a new person living in my house. Nice. You know the Thursday, the first day of PAX is Pokemon Day. Oh, is that the anniversary of when it came out in Japan or something? Yep. Makes sense. And on Netflix that day, they're putting out the CG remake of the first movie. Sure, okay. I don't know why you needed to remake that movie in CG, but fine. What if they made the Mew cuter and in 3D? What if you just don't try and improve upon perfection because you got it right the first time? They're doing a a screening of it at PAX on that night, and I'm going to go to it. I mean, look, that's fair. Like, if you're at PAX and they're doing a screening of it, you might as well go to it. Like, that that sounds like a fun time. Yeah, I'm, so I'm looking forward to that. And also, in other releases, Sunday, uh, Dispatches from Elsewhere on AMC comes out. People should check that out. I don't know what that is. It's the new Jason Siegel like, thriller show. I don't know who that is. He was on How I Met Your Mother. He was in the first in, in the uh, that first Disney Muppets movie. Oh yeah, that guy. Yes, he's in a thriller now. Yes, it seems awesome. Oh, okay, sure. Also, my friend did all did like a lot of the uh, the filming of that show. Yeah, I was about to say. I feel like you have some personal connection to this. Yeah, and also the fact that one of the main characters of the show is the city of Philadelphia, because they shot the entire thing here. Oh god, here we go. It's fun. They put out a whole thing about how, like, they got here, and they're like, we need to rewrite a lot of stuff, because this city freaking rules, and we need to use all of it. It's a good city. You should, you should, you should, you should come by sometime. And maybe. I'll consider it. Mm-hmm. Okay, since we're talking about Philly things, I, I need to know this, and you're the only person that would have any knowledge of this. What the fuck is this shit I'm hearing about them changing the design of the Fanatic? Yeah, that happened. What What does it look like now? Why do they do this? Uh, <clears throat> What part do you want first? The why or the how? Both? I mean, all right. The reason they're doing it is because the uh, the people who designed the fanatic like forty years ago for for the team are like, yeah, um, it's come it's coming due, and we want you to pay us like a couple extra millions of dollars to keep using the fanatic. Is fuck you, and you know what? Get get secure your bag. 
No, I mean, they had a going deal. They were making money. They're like, no, we want even more money. And we're like, and the Phillies are like, uh, if it's not the design of the Fanatic that made it popular, most popular, it's how we used it. And the Fanatic really wouldn't be a thing if we didn't, you know, take advantage of them as much as we did. So, to get around it's the... tragicot and let's see how it plays out. So, what happened is, the, fin- the Phillies went, well, fine, fuck you, we're gonna change it enough so that it's not under your copyright anymore, and fuck you. Now you don't get any money. So they changed the Fanatic slightly. Or as they're calling okay. it, he evolved. Like, they changed the hands up, the hands are separate from the fur. Um, he's got, like, little, like, scale things under his arms, kind of look like wings. He did attempt to fly. He found that. No, he cannot fly with those. Uh, the tail now has a blue feather on it. Uh, the blue on his eyes is a little brighter. The out, the red outline around his eyes are now stars. He's slightly less fat. His shoes and the laces and his socks are a different color. But he's still the fanatic. You can you can look at pictures on online and you can see like it's different, but it's it's still the fanatic. Sounds like it sucks. I mean, I'm not crazy about it. I mean, I wish it was the regular one, but I at least they didn't change it too much. Could be a lot worse. Well, good for them, I guess. Well, Congratulations fuck. to your your wonderful city and their cool mascots that they have. Well, we have, we have Gritty. Yeah, okay, that's true. True, You do have, like, the one mascot that actually matters, ever. Yeah, gr- Gritty is life. All hail Gritty. He is our perfect son, and you may not fuck with him. You think I'm going to? Christ! No, I'm just, I'm, I'm, wor- I'm worrying everyone out there. Don't fuck with Gritty. He'll, he'll beat the shit out of you like he beat up the shit out of that kid. I mean, what did that kid do to have it coming? Well, I want to know this. Let's go. He, he didn't actually beat up the kid. But he probably... Well, then he's a coward and a liar. He probably... Is what you're suggesting. Probably what he did was he probably whispered Hail Hydra at Gritty and he said, No, fuck Nazis, I'm going to kill you. All right, Gritty going all fuck that golf wang. I can get behind that. I enjoy that Jonathan in the chat says the kid was probably a Penguins fan. And that... You know, Nazi, Penguins fans, you know, same thing. We're going to catch a case if you keep saying these bad things. Uh, you know, it happens. I'm Phil- I'm a Philadelphian. They- Sports ball. How's the XFL going over there on your show? I don't fucking know. I'm going to make Oscar talk about the ratings this week on Wednesday. So listen to that. I have no idea how the ratings are doing. Uh, they're, they're not great. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't watch this week. It was like average of like 1.7 million for the Saturday games, I believe. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know what any of this means. I'm going to make Oscar figure it out, though. And that's going to go well because he's not going to know what it means either. Great. We still go, we still go into that game. Man, I don't fucking know. Actually, hold on. When is WrestleMania? April day. 
April Day. Love it. WrestleMania. Is it 36? Yes. Mania 36. Just play the jingle or something while you do this. All right. Go to the news. Hey, John. Important news. I once again switched back into Google Docs and was blinded by the, the white light. Were you revved up like a deuce? No. Oh, that's not for what, what about a douche? Definitely not. All right, thank God. Also, I cannot go to that football game because it is April 4th because Mania is April 5th. I will be in New York that day, but not for football. Why will you be in New York? I'm going to go to a musical. Oh, I see. I'm 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 taking I'm taking the girlfriend to go see Beetlejuice before they rip it out of its home because of Hugh Jackman. Points to Hugh Jackman. Fuck you, Hugh Jackman. John, we got wrestling news. Okay. What do you think about the Bella Twins? Apathetic. They're super pregnant. At they s- sure are. At the same time. That's weird, but you know what? That sounds exactly like something the Bella Twins would do. John, important question. Did they fuck in the same bed at the same time? Uh, you know... <laughs> I wouldn't put it past them. I, I'm going to say that no, these are these are good Christian women. They're what? going to be much more Christian uh, women. Cons- John, conservative. Nikki- They're going to be much more. Let me finish my bit. They're going to be much more conservative in their practice. They're going to just be in in two beds in the same room, fucking each other. I appreciate your joke, but also Nikki's not married. This is a this is a baby out of wedlock. She must be beheaded. It's 2020, y'all. It's just don't go to Saudi Arabia. It'll be fine. Oh no! Oh goddammit. it! One more question. Okay. Do you think during this double impregnation did Brie yell Brie mode? I'm just. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say it. Say it. Yeah, I mean, I'm pretty sure that Bremote is her safe word, so. Fuck. <laughs> I, thought it was, I thought it was her O word, but that's even better. Why not both? That's That'd be very confusing. Look. Sometimes you need to just pull it out as the safe word because you, you finish, finish yourself off there. God damn, I hate this. Anyway, you made this happen. I I know I I make I make mistakes constantly on this show. But John, the Bella to all our our six viewers out there, hi, enjoy this content that we're making. But yeah, John. Um, the, oh, now we're at five. Good, thanks. Stop calling it out. Yeah, the the Bella twins not only got impregnated, but apparently they're impregnating the WWE Hall of Fame. I don't like that. Again, I'm constantly making mistakes here. Th- th- I don't care for that, none. <laughs> they're they're going in the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to them, I guess. You know, 
they really do deserve the spot above all other women that are not in the Hall of Fame right now. I get where you're coming from on this, but you know what? Here's where I'm just coming at it from now. Like, Hall of Fame doesn't fucking matter. It's just a PR thing that Vince does to recognize people that he likes or are popular or he thinks will get attention to the product. Hold the fucking so, phone. You don't think you think Drew Carey's in there just for a publicity stunt? I know, right? Or Fuck our you. or our Hall of Fame president? You mean? Oh, that wasn't that wasn't publicity. That's just them sucking each other's dicks. Hey, six and one half doesn't have another, right? Also, important update from the chat. Uh, they say we love the Prager's talk. The fuck is going on with my chat that is not appearing? It's the chat's bad. You don't want to see the chat right now. Remember, I kind of do is the problem though. Remember, tune in Mondays at twitch.tv slash pro wrestling to get in on this hot action. If you're listening to the podcast version, it's not just cool. It's why are we doing this? We've been doing it this long. We can't. We have to keep going. I mean, I'm aware. Have you seen the way that we do it for Heal Alternative? Kinda. When it's not, I mean, I see it in all four frames per second. Man, you don't like it? Buy me a new computer. Venmo at I am John. <laughs> Pay the man, I guess. Hey, you're the one who brought it up. But yeah, the Bellatons are going in. They they did a segment on SmackDown. They they're they're pregnant. That's it. Good for them. Nothing else really to say about it because I mean, whatever. I th- like, do the Bella Twins belong on their merits? I would argue no. Does it matter? No, because this Hall of Fame means nothing. Is it bad, John, that during the... uh, They're putting Hulk Hogan in it again. What the fuck else do you want me to say? Sorry, you were saying, Owen? I say, is it bad that when they did the recap of who's going in the Hall of Fame this year, I totally forgot who was announced already? Like, I, like... When did they announce Batista... They announced Batista back in, like, December, actually. I know. It's it was really I, weird how early they got on, on, on him. And then the NWO, I'm like, oh, yeah, they did announce that, didn't they? X-Pac. No, excuse me, it's uh, Six-Pac. Yeah, I know, he's going, no, 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 that is a product of Impact Wrestling, you know this. He's just six, then. Yeah, he is, he is just going into six. Of course he is, um... I forget who else is going in. There's there's one other. I think. Um, no, I think there's just someone that's rumored. Okay, whatever. Oh, it's 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 Liger's rumored. Sure, Liger should go in the Hall of Fame. I mean, Liger absolutely should go in. He had one WWE match. Yes, we do mean Howie from the Backstreet Boys. It's true. Oh my god. Thanks, thanks chat. Um, but yeah. The, this Hall of Fame class is weird. I mean, whatever. It's the Hall of Fame. It's, it, it's always weird and dumb and arcane. Isn't the Hall of Fame on Thursday this year? Yeah. That's weird. It is. That's weird. I'm, no one's going to tune into that. Do people tune into it normally? 
I mean, if Mr. T's there, they will. Well, yeah, because they want to see Mr. T talking about his mother's UTI. Hell yeah. Why can't we have weird people like that back? Name a weird person that's celebrity that's semi-related to WWE that should get a speech. Ken Jong. Eh. I think you'd just do a bit you wouldn't really like. Just be weird. I don't know. Have you seen The Masked Singer? Unfortunately, I have. I don't know why you say that. That is a good and legit show that I enjoy. Uh, you know what? Everyone's allowed to have their guilty pleasure. I'm not gonna. I watched the first season. I'm not gonna fault you. Guilty nothing, motherfucker. All right. This show is dumb as shit, and I like it. Good. I like it more than fucking raw. Christ. I mean, John, that's just such a low bar. I know it is. Well, let's move on to the other story. Let's, let's do something positive. How about that? Okay. Um, did you know that everything... Let, uh, let me double check. Yes, everything is evil. A word. Um, matrimony is evil. Okay. Uh, evil is evil. I mean, it's literally in the name. He better be. And uh, Kyrie Sane is evil as you do wait what well okay yeah no that that tracks i i see what the kabuki warriors are currently doing so does she change her name to Kyrie evil why would she do that because wouldn't she take on his last name what happened owen because you didn't say what the thing actually was they got married Hooray! Kairi Sane and Evil from New Japan got married. If everything is evil. But seriously, should she change her name to Kairi Evil? No, because Evil's a first name, right? Then how about Kairi Evil? Eh, just... Kairi Sane's fine. Come on. Why, right. why you gotta do this? Fair enough. She should start bringing a scythe to the ring. So what I want to know here is if they were to have a Jewish wedding and then they did the thing where they put you in the chair and then they fucking like lift you up and dance around you, would that be the darkness chairs? Oh, hell yeah, it's the darkness chair. I don't think they had that kind of wedding, though. Oh, man. I feel like they would have. I feel like they would have like a satanic wedding. Yeah, probably. I could see that. Like have the the actual Grim Reaper marry them. Sure. Okay. Also, Jonathan in the chat says that E is the first name and Vil is the last. That's why you. That's why you hold the E. Evil. I don't like it, but I'm not going to argue it. There you go. So congratulations to Kyrie and Evil. Yeah. Evil never come to WWE. Don't do it. It's cool, man. You're you're doing okay. You got that scythe. Yep, and that mask. It's he's super cool. No, he's evil. But everything's evil. 
Wait, then how can you tell them apart? I think it's the scythe. The scythe is how you tell apart. He's the only one allowed with a scythe. Is Tai Chi evil? Um, yes. It's true. He does have that iron glove. Tai Chi's pants are evil. Tai Chi's pants are so good that they're being ripped off by Raw, so I don't know what you're talking about. John, everything is evil. Everything is evil. You know what is the most evil, though? <laughs> Talking about SmackDown? I was going to say Vince Land, but yeah, no, basically the same thing. Let's talk about SmackDown. I assume you didn't watch it. Fuck no. Why would I do that? I watched it. I considered watching the I considered watching the Goldberg segment, but then I went, no, what? No, I, I, I watched the show. It was fine. I didn't really write about the Goldberg segment because it wasn't much. So Goldberg speared the fiend and then the fiend disappeared like a ghost man or something. Yep. Cool. But also Braves reduced uh, Bill to all of the Firefly Foundhouse people and he was not impressed. Cool. They they all called him Bill. Except Raymond Rabbit said was being nice to him and then Bray was mad and almost killed him with the mallet. Alright, so Bray did Bray shit. Yeah. And then the fiend got speared when he came in the ring and he just like got back up on his on all fours and then disappeared. That was it for that. Cool, I guess. Goldberg should win. Should he? Yeah. Like Why? I, like I told you last week, I'd rather watch Goldberg versus Reigns than The Fiend versus Reigns. I wouldn't. Do you want to see The Fiend get Superman punched? And lose? I mean, I'd rather see The Fiend get Superman punched and win, but I'd also... The point is more that I'd rather see The Fiend, the cool new character that they should be building in, like, the fucking top title position at fucking, you know, the biggest show that the company puts on instead of just being somewhere on the card because they fucking did their usual Vince thing of saying, oh, we want to make this big, so let's fucking put the title on someone that's, like, from the 90s. And that's exactly why it's going to happen. I know that's why it's going to happen, but that doesn't mean I want it to. Plus, you know, if the Fiend does win and go to Mania, Roman Reigns is just going to Superman punch him so hard that he shatters the mask. That'd be okay, I guess. Be something. I mean, that would kill the Fiend. The Fiend's dead forever, then. No, because, again, we're just doing the Rorschach thing. He's just running around screaming, give me back my face. If he did that... I'd be in, but I don't know if they know what the Watchmen are. Look, we already know that Vince doesn't watch any fucking television outside of WWE, so and of course XFL. he doesn't. Come on. I guess so, too, but look, I'm just saying that we already know that, like, there's no way that he knows Watchmen, so we're just going to have to, like, you know, inception him into doing it himself. What if Vince is the fiend? 
He punches the mask off and is actually Vince under the mask. What if Vince is the friends we made along the way? That's impossible. Vince has Fair. no friends. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, let's have that. Let's talk about the other stuff that happened on uh, SmackDown. So they continued the Otis Mandy Rose storyline. Great. It was actually pretty good. Great. They showed uh, Sonya and Mandy backstage with Tucker, and Tucker saying that Otis was so distraught that he's not even coming to the arena because of Mandy inviting Dolph to have dinner on their on his date, and that he's the sweetest guy ever. He doesn't deserve this shit. Great. And Mandy is very confused. To which Otis explained, yeah, you sent that text to him that you were going to be late. And she had no idea about any text, so... Hmm. I wonder who sent the text. Well, I'm like that they're, they're, they're adding that part to the storyline of Dolph being the one to send the text. I mean, wasn't it kind of obvious from the Valentine's Day thing? You said it to me last week. Yeah, but, well, like, you know, but I like that they're, they're confirming it. Alright. Also, after this segment, the entire audience was chanting for Otis. And he wasn't even on screen. Crowd was super into this. What are you what are you snapping over there? Taking off my watch, if you must know. Alright, it, it was just very loud on the mic. I was just curious. Well, I was trying to keep it muffled, so thanks for calling it out. Anyway, the point here is that I was trying to get to here is, and yet, uh, consistently the lowest rated segment on the show, apparently. That's ridiculous. I I was way into it. Well, the critics and the audiences agree with Oscar and I that Otis is trash and you are trash. Stop being trash. Well, the audience, audience was all about it, though, in the arena. Well, hey, doesn't matter because nobody at home cares. What was interesting was later on, they showed uh, Mandy waiting for her ride to leave the arena and Dolph offering. And after they left, you saw Otis pop out from behind a bunch of the supplies, looking very disheveled and very angry. And I... I'm very curious what they're doing with this with this character now. Sure, okay. He's I think he's becoming psychotic. Could be fun. It won't be. I I want to see what they do. You know what okay. else was good from this episode of SmackDown? Nothing. They had Renee Young do a pre-taped backstage interview with Lacey Evans while they were sitting at a table drinking some coffee. Why? Because they wanted to talk about Lacey Evans finally returning after, you know, after being gone since the Royal Rumble and what's up with her and what her goal is. And her goal is that she's so determined to go into that title. She's not going to let that setback stop her. Nah, it's cool. I know, but it was cool to see Renee have this segment. And I like the title that someone came up with it. 
Because they didn't really do any graphics or anything for it. They should call it Cafe What's Dave that? Renee. <laughs> it's a good name. They were drinking coffee. They were hanging out at a table. It was nice. It's different. It's a different approach to what WWE's doing. I want different. I mean, cool. Yeah, sure. I'll give you that. That like, it's nice that they're doing different things. It's just that they're doing it with the same people that suck and are terrible. And Renee's like, good. I like Renee. It's not Renee's not the problem. You know who I'm talking about. I don't mean Lacey. I mean she could do it with other people. Yeah, sure. But you know, again, if you're gonna do it with this fucking weak ass talent like Mega Barbie. Well, it's better than putting her in a match. Yeah, but they're still building up to that. I mean, they did have that women's number contenders match later between Carmella and Naomi. Naomi won. Yeah, I'm aware. They're having the match on Thursday. Yeah, I'm genuinely surprised about that. I genuinely... Curious what Naomi's going to be wearing. I'm genuinely curious about what her entrance can even be. I don't think she can have an entrance. I think she can just walk out and wave. I mean, did Lacey Evans really have much of an entrance? I didn't watch that shit. The answer is no, no she... She didn't really do anything. She just came out and walked and waved. So, yeah. I'm curious to see how they handle this. Because they're promoting it as the first women's championship defense in Saudi Arabia. Hooray! Hooray! Um, They had a Symphony of Destruction match on SmackDown. Okay, so Megadeth was there? What's no. Rob Halford doing in the WWE zone? No, they had... It was uh, Shinsuke Nakamura and Cesaro with Sami Zayn against Elias and Wait, goddammit. Why did I say Rob Halford? I meant Dave Mustaine. Jesus Christ. Wow. Internet's gonna fucking roast me. Wow, got him. Fake music fan called the fuck out. Hashtag cancel John. Already happened. Damn, Already? I'm sorry. That happened years ago. Wow. But yeah, uh, it was Nakamura and Cesaro with Sami Zayn against Elias and Braun Strowman. Sure, okay. I appreciate... Sure was cool that they put the Intercontinental Championship on Braun and he's doing wonders with it. Uh, this match was really freaking crazy. Also, I want to point out, though, at the beginning, when Elias came out, you know how he walks with his guitar over his shoulder? Sure. Uh, Braun, when Braun came out, he had a giant cello doing the same thing. Oh, God, he brought back his cello. Yeah, it was, it was really funny. Also, that cello did not survive that match. Weird. I mean, it's not like the last one didn't even survive his bit of trying to play it. Yeah. Uh, he got suplexed onto it, and it looked real bad. It looked like it hurt like a motherfucker. Yeah, that sucks. 
Uh, that's how I feel about every single instrument that was used around this match, because there was drums, and there was guitars, and the bass, and a giant cymbal. Oh, like a giant gong. It, it looked like those were real things, and it hurt a lot to get hit with them. This is probably a stupid question, but why did they do this? Because they're, because Elias is a music man. Yeah, but what's the point of this match? Because they have beef with the other guys, and they want to have a hardcore match, and they add the gimmick of instruments. Okay. Yeah. Also, one really good spot was that Nakamura was going for the Kinshasa, and he missed it. Instead, he he kicked the gong, and it made the the gong sound. I did see that Nakamura apparently got his ass fucked up in this match. Yeah, let me talk about that part. That was the finish of the match. Was that Elias did? Uh, jumped off the top rope to put Cesaro through a table in the ring while Strowman power slammed Nakamura onto a piano. Like a full ass piano. Like a, a grand piano? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Like, he slammed him on it. It did not collapse. It did not. It, it bent. It didn't break. That sounds like a non-gimmicked piano. It sure didn't seem like one because Nakamura has cut his goddamn head open on it. Yeah, he'd get like 10 staples or something, right? Yeah. So yeah, he got slammed onto that, then on the ground, Strowman pinned him for the three, and you could see Nakamura reaching the back of his head and his hand being completely covered in blood. Jesus. It was <laughs> nasty. That match was crazy. You should check it out. They died for your entertainment. You, you know what else happened on SmackDown, John? What's that, Owen? My boy Drew Gulak's back. A word? He was backstage when Danny Bryan was hanging out, and he said, uh, Hey, Danny Bryan, I noticed in your last match there's some holes in your game, and I have a PowerPoint presentation that could help you be better at wrestling. Oh, God. We're still doing the PowerPoints. Well, he didn't do one, you know. But Bryce said, uh, no. How about fuck you? And then Heath Slater showed up and says, hey, I wasn't actually ready for that match last week, and I want a rematch this week. So Bryce says... Well, if I have any holes in my match in my in my you know, wrestling, why don't you just coach Heath Slater up and maybe he'll actually be good at wrestling now? That's, That's rude. Yeah, it was, it was mean. Brian's a jerk. Heath Slater was trying to do stuff for his family. He's got kids. Leave him alone. He did mention his kids and tattoo and, and he has tattoos apparently. There's so many tattoos. But yeah, this led to a rematch with Heath Slater and Danny Bryan with Drew Gulak on commentary. And here, here uh, Gulak get to 
you know, just be himself again was nice. My favorite bit, though, was Heath Slayer getting to the top rope and Gulak standing up and yelling at him not to do it. It's fucked up. He's like, no, you can't do high-flying stuff. He did it anyway. He's got kids. Gulak was very mad. I'm glad that he he retains that he hates high-flying. Yeah, but again, he's got to fly for his kids. It's not worth it. No flying. No fly zone. You should not listen to the Wednesday show, then. Oh, boy. Yuki Sakazaki. She can fly. Well, she's an exception. If you're fly, you the yeah, 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 yeah. That makes it okay. All right, then. It's, it's the cheat code. You gotta hit Y-A-Y-A-Y-A-Y-A-Y-A. And unlocks the fly mode. Duh. Have you never played a video game, John? Played a lot of video games. Thank you. All right, fair enough. I, Jonathan says that our boy deserves all the TV time, and I, I agree. Drew Gulak's the best. This was a great use of him. It was, a, it was an actual competitive match with Slater and, and Brian until he got uh, the right knee to the face. But yeah. I hope this means we see more of uh, of Drew Gulak trying to build up people to take down Brian. Finally leading up to a match with these two. Because that would be a good technical match. Do it, cowards. Do it. And uh, last thing of note from SmackDown is that Sheamus did a backstage promo in a dark room. Said, fuck a shorty G, fuck a Apollo Crews. I'm entering the Elimination Chamber. Shorty G even allowed to be on TV anymore? He was in a backstage segment after this, where he says, yo, did you see that pr- that promo by Sheamus? And Apollo Crews said, man, fuck you. And left. Okay. He doesn't like Shorty G. That's all. He's like, no, I don't... Get away from me. You're a weirdo. Sure, I guess that's... You could be mean to Shorty G. I guess that's more than Apollo Crews has ever done ever in WWE, so fine. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, Sheamus entered into the uh, chamber, which takes that advertisement they put locally and throw it in the trash. Famous was not one of the six people they had listed. Well, car subject to change, and also, I mean, hey, maybe they saw everybody talking about it and were like, maybe we should change this. You they, never know, events. They should have, because Seamus is a good addition to the chamber. Also, they put out a, another advertisement locally tonight during Raw, and it was ad- okay. it was advertising the women's match in the Elimination Chamber, the one that they announced. Hmm. But, but okay, that's cool. I did not see any local ads for for next week's Raw. Although I guess I wouldn't because I was watching on the the USA app. Yeah, probably not. They don't know where the fuck I am. It's true. I think the TV show did a good advertising for Raw next week, which we'll talk about. They did some. Yeah, Seamus in the chamber's cool. I'm curious to see who else is in that chamber. 
I'm guessing SmackDown gets the men's chamber and Raw gets the women's chamber. I mean, that's what it seems like they're doing, so, yeah. Yeah, should be good. It does seem like, though, that Brock Lesnar is not going to be on that card. Yeah, no, they pretty much made that explicit. They made that very explicit on the, the sh- on Raw tonight, and I went, oh, that's a... I mean, that's good for my safety, but it's fun to see him. As long as he stays away from me. And doesn't punch Randy Orton in the goddamn head. Yeah, you know, maybe after last night, Randy Orton deserves... You know, or maybe after what happened a couple hours ago, Randy Orton deserves to get punched in the head a couple times. Well, I mean, you can say last night because it's past midnight when we're broadcasting, so you're technically correct. Oh, fuck off. I'm tired. What's up about Raw? Do we have to? Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a show that we watched. I wish I didn't. What about... All right, what, how about forget Raw. Let's talk about Truth TV. That is Raw. It happened on Raw. Shit. Our truth tried to do Truth TV and and have Lana and Rusev as his guests. Yeah, I like the idea of our truth doing a, uh, a a chat show. Like, I think that's a a funny idea in print in principle. In practice, then Bobby Lashley and Lana came out, and I immediately went, "Oh, don't you remember Truth TV?" No, I don't. He he t- he hijacked that episode of Miss TV. He wants to call it Truth TV, and Miss kept getting mad and said it was canceled. But he kept, but Truth kept showing up and doing it anyway. Oh right! They kept they know the show's canceled. Stop doing it. I completely forgot about that bit. That was that was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good callback. I, I was wondering what they they meant by the mid season premiere. Yeah, that's how they're saying like, "Yeah, Truth TV's back." Oh shit! Th- never mind. I love that he tried to do this, and they're like, no, this is a scheduled match. What are you doing? But Truth did get in the most important question. What's that? Yo, did you see that Sack the Hedgehog movie? (laughs) (laughs) The thing I liked most about this was just that fucking Jerry Lawler could not comprehend the Sonic film and just was so baffled by the idea of this movie. I mean, it was a sponsor last week. I know, but literally, like, you heard him. He kept referencing, like, oh, the Hedgehog movie. Like, what the fuck, dude? Why are you so confused by this? It, it's it's how it's how the viral marketing works. Anyway, the point of my bringing that up is to say that, yo, Jerry Lawler was on a fucking tear tonight. Like, can we talk about the fucking Brock Lesnar segment where Paul Heyman made a kind transphobic comment say basically saying like hey if your aunt had balls she'd be your uncle which not cool yeah that, but that's such an old joke then especially not cool was fucking jerry lawler thinking that this was the funniest fucking thing ever and just like losing his shit have you never heard this joke before Oh, of course I've heard it before. It's just like, really, we're still doing this? It's a very old man joke, and the very old man laughed at it because it's in his wheelhouse. Again, I know. 
I know. I've heard it before. It's just like, for fuck's sake, really, yes. in, in 2020, we're, we're doing this. Yes. It's like, oh, the show that's trying to build up new stars and lower the fucking age of the audience below 50. Right. Wow, the old, the, the old Jew made the old the pedophile laugh. <laughs> it's great. Monday Night Raw! Curb your enthusiasm theme intensifies. <laughs> no, no. Uh, but yeah, our truth is a treasure. I love him. He did the five knuckle shuffle and then he almost hit him with the AA. I love it. I love explaining to my girlfriend why I'm. I always laugh when they say that our true childhood hero is John Cena. Because Just, that joke's always funny to me. Yeah, no, because it's hilarious. Because he's older than John Cena. Yes, we all know he's like ten years older than John Cena. It's great. Well, maybe like five or six. Yeah. It's great. Our truth is a national treasure and I love him. I hope he wins. I wish that he could trophy. I wish he could be on a show that wasn't three hours of hell. I hope he wins that trophy. He won't, but he should. Let him win this. Did you notice when they were announcing the participants for the uh, for that trophy, they had our truth in the graphic, but they did not say his name? I didn't, actually. They said Rey Mysterio instead. <laughs> Good job, y'all. But that makes me wonder, are, 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 is Rey Mysterio in the match, or did they just have a typo? I'm guessing that probably they originally had the idea of him being in the match, and then Ray was like, I'm not going to fucking Saudi Arabia. So they just put our truth instead. That's good. I hope, I hope that's the case. Um. Alright, John, tell me about... Well, we wrote it twice, so let me change that in the notes here. Tell me about the contract signing. It was fine. It was boring. It, it, hey, it was the perfect representation of Raw. Mostly boring for the first part, and then it got real cool at the end. I thought you were going to say, and then they packed it up by the last third of it. I mean, they did, but also, you know, look, fucking everything Shayna did when she came out was gold. Like... Yeah, it began pretty strong with Asuka just, like, cutting one of her Asuka promos and and screaming all the while and it being awesome. But for the most part, it ended up just being kind of boring. And the oh, oh, man, we're going to tease out this drama with fucking Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan, which whatever. And, like, where's Shayna and all this? And then Shayna just comes out and she just has all the swagger she's just getting in everyone's face and just setting everyone off without doing anything and just like fucking comically dusting off her hands and just standing in the middle of the ring laughing at all the chaos she's caused she's the best and causing the the crew best and causing the crew to come out and take the set apart in the middle of the segment a little strange. I did notice that. It's like, so wait, are they just in here because everything's getting thrown around? So they're like, oh, we gotta save the shit so it doesn't get broken, but it just looks like you're taking apart the set. What? It was very weird. It's a strange thing. But you know what the best part of this is, though? 
What's that? Is that it, it just dawned on me during this segment. I go, wait, I'm going to get to see Shayna Baszler and Asuka fight. I, w- I want to see that. I w- it's true. Let's see it. I think that's going to be the, the best interaction in that whole match. They, they better not let Asuka get eliminated before that happens. Because we all know Shayna's going to be the last one to enter the chamber. What if they let Asuka get eliminated before that? Or Here's the question. Does Shayna enter last, or does Shayna enter first and eliminate everyone? She gets five eliminations. I could see it. I could actually see it going either way. I, though I feel like if, if she eliminated everyone too quickly, it would be kind of like the problem a lot of people have with the opening of the, the men's rumble. But if they, like, face it out and let her, like, get, like, double-teamed a bit and still end up eliminating everyone, it could be cool. I don't know why this just dawned on me, but I had a weird thought here that, like, would Elimination Chamber be better if they did it, like, War Games rules, where nobody can get eliminated until everybody's in the match? I mean, then there would be actual stakes to being, like, the first two in, because, like, yo, you're gonna get your ass fucking kicked for, like, 20 minutes straight. But you at least have an opportunity to give yourself a break by being the person. It's not often that the when the first two people are in, in that someone's eliminated before the third person comes in. Yeah, I know, but still. I think I'm fine with it the way it is. I feel like having all six people in the match at once would be a little too chaotic. The match beyond. Also, uh, Jonathan in the chat has a point. I think you're contractually obligated to yell war games when bringing it up. I am not the cat. Neither of us are the war games cat. The cat is in the other room. The, The cat is in with Trace. Trace is holding hostage the War Games cat. Can we get F's? The War Games cat has been kidnapped by Traces. Are you a bad enough dude to rescue the cat? Can we get F's in the chat for the War Games cat? Prayers up, y'all. Prayers up. Yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this Women's Chamber match. I think it's going to be a fun one. Even if, even if it's predictable. I'm not against it. I'm just... You know, against WWE in general. I know, but I'm going to it. I want to enjoy. Hey, John. What's that? This next segment, um, you wrote something in the notes that I don't believe you. I th- okay. Because we had a Berta Korea versus Angel Garza, and he- we're just skipping over that other thing. We'll get back to it. I, I, okay. t- I totally blanked on it, but John, you're telling me that this was the first time Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo wrestled. This is the first time that they have actually had a match. That's- Every single other time that they have faced each other has been shenanigans before a match or after a match. That can't be right. They said it on commentary. The commentary themselves said it. This has been going on for a month. And yet. What? 
This was the first actual match they've had. I know. It feels like it's been fucking going on forever. This is the first time that they have actually fought. Is this how they book Alberto? They just have him fight, fight the same person forever? Yeah, I guess so. Jesus. And then they were like, no, they only had one match. It's fine. Fuck off. I Angel Gross have won, didn't he? Yeah, he did. With a roll-up. So you know it's gonna keep going. Of course it is. But how many hey, how many th- I have a really weird and stupid question. What? Who's the United States champion? Uh, it's it's uh, Andrade. Oh right. He's 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 eligible again on Thursday. Oh right. You, you can't be suspended in Saudi Arabia. I honestly forgot that he still had the title. Yep. I only know because they showed the graphic for that stupid whatever trophy match and he has the belt. It's a fancy mountain. Yeah. Just like all the other trophies. You'll see it for a couple weeks and then it'll disappear forever. But they'll keep referring to themselves as the best in the world. Because of some place that ha- thing that happened in some place that we're not going to talk about except that the totally talked about it tonight, but we'll get to that. Important question. Do the Good Brothers show up at Super Showdown with the trophy? No. I think they should and be like, it lives here. The trophy lives here now. No. Alright. Let's talk about uh, Kevin Owens' promo. Is this the one that opened the show? Yeah. Talk to me about it. Yeah, I like I like Kevin Owens. I thought that he cut a really good, you know, Randy Orton came out and just did more of his usual Randy Orton, which he had shit. It was not, it was fine. Again, it was, I, I like what they're doing with the Randy Orton story, but like, he's just kind of cutting the same promo over and over again, which is getting kind of tiring. Uh-huh. But yeah, I thought that they did a really good job with having Kevin Owens come out and uh, just cut a really great promo about like what Edge retiring meant to him. You know, as, as a performer that grew up loving Edge and wanting to be in the ring with him, and then seeing that chance taken away from him and like all of his, you know, the people they trained with. I thought that Kevin Owens. Hey, weird. Kevin Owens can cut a really damn good promo. Who knew? No, I knew. We all knew. That's the the point. Hmm. And then they had a match, and the match was okay until it wasn't okay. I feel I find it interesting that they were intersecting the Kevin Owens stuff with the Randy Orton stuff. It felt kind of weird, but it led to a good match for the most part. I mean, look, I think that that was a f- the problem is not the the intersect i mean look the problem is the intersection it's just but also that like they didn't have to do it like they could have just left it at like oh kevin owens is pissed off at randy orton for a week and then you know then you can have like you know continue that storyline if you really want to but like the way they did it this week was just kind of weak but the problem was that kevin owens entered this match with all the baggage that comes with feuding with seth rollins yeah, and hey, it's weird how, like, 
my feelings on this match were like, oh, this is really good. And then it came back from commercial and all of the fucking clowns were out there. And it was like, oh, now I don't like this match anymore. Yeah. Like you already saw from earlier in the night with the Street Profits stuff. Like if Seth Rollins is involved, it's going to be bullshit. And that's what we got here, too. Yep. So, yeah, we come back from commercial where Kevin Owens, like, was beating up Randy Orton on the outside and being all cool. And, hey, it's Seth Rollins and Murphy and AOP. They're here for some reason. Why? I don't know. Because I hate Kevin Owens just that much. And he's still fighting Orton. And he's kind of helping Orton. Rollins is kind of helping Orton for some reason, but also just fucking with Owens. And then there's a fucking fast count because of a crooked ref. What was that about? I I hated the, the crooked ref thing so much. It was so poorly done, I think. Like... Again, yeah, what was the point? Like, if you're going to suggest that, you know, they had Seth Rollins basically be on the ramps just screaming, like, I had nothing to do with that. I didn't do anything. I have anything to do with that. And then when Kevin Owens was attacking him, it's like, hey, but don't hurt him. You're attacking Mike. If you're hurting him, you're hurting me because, look, he's wearing my shirt. He's a follower of me. Like, you know, I I have no reason to believe that Seth Rollins isn't telling the truth there. Yeah, he sucks and he's a liar and everything. But, like, I have no reason to believe that, like, he didn't hire this referee and this referee is just like a weird person that likes Seth Rollins for some reason. Yeah, there's like no foreshadowing to this. No, again, there's no foreshadowing and there's no reason to believe that Seth Rollins isn't telling the truth here because like you're not going to do a crooked ref storyline. Kevin Owens just got his comeuppance and murdered the fuck out of that referee and he'll probably never be seen again because this is raw. They do it for a bit and then they immediately abandon it, except to like maybe reference it in the past and be like, I, he did all this bad stuff to him. But what if we if, what if the referee is the one calling the, uh, the tag title match in Saudi Arabia? Sure, maybe, but it probably also won't be because I'm guessing that that ref, like, you know, I didn't recognize that referee. That didn't look like any standard referee. It was probably just, you know. A jobber guy that they brought in. Maybe a backstage agent or something. I'd be surprised. Speaking of backstage agents, though, there's one thing we didn't talk about that from that contract signing. Mm-hmm. And that's Jamie Noble's suit. Oh, uh, yeah. That red suit he had was fucking great. It's... And those shoes, he looks so good. I, I, I want to know where he got that suit. I want that suit. Who is the other suited man in the blue suit? I'm not sure, because I didn't even recognize Jamie Noble right away. Yeah, at first I was like, wait, what the fuck? It's like, oh, it's Jamie Noble. Oh, shit. Yeah. Fuck yeah, Jamie Noble. Yeah, I I, I have no idea. It's not Joey Mercury, because he's busy doing other shit. I don't know what he's doing. He's not yelling about Ring of Honor anymore. They silenced him. I don't think they got to him so much as just, you know, now Marty's there. Oh. Whoop whoop. No. Oh, he says whoop whoop. He's a juggalo. 
No. What if, what if Mario's girl with the bird mask, but it's spray painted like a juggalo face? I don't. Why are you doing this to me? I'm, I'm a bad person. We know this. Jonathan, stop encouraging him. See the chatter stance. Uh, John. Speaking of uh, Saudi Arabia, we had more build up to Ricochet fighting Brock Lesnar. What better way to show that you could beat Brock Lesnar by beating Luke Gallows? Cool. I've written a note that I don't think Styles is medically cleared yet. Yeah, me neither. I'm starting to wonder that, too, if it's just like, you know, oh, I don't know if he's really good to go just yet, but we still want to use him to build up for the Saudi Arabia thing. We're, we're presumably going to use him. What if they don't use him in Saudi Arabia? I I could see him, like, not actually uh, doing anything in that match. I could see that, because if you notice in the backstage attack to Aleister Black, Styles really wasn't involved in it. No, he wasn't. So... I'm I'm very curious. Like they're advertising that match for next week with with Black. Do you think he'll be ready by then? I want to believe that yes, he will be ready by then and that he'll also be ready for Saudi Arabia. Just hoping because it's mania season, you should be getting ready. I mean, especially if that, you know, especially if that rumored match that they want to do is going to happen. He's going to have to carry the whole damn thing. Well, yeah. Hey, hey, did it with Shane. I can't believe I how much I enjoyed that match. It's stupid. I can't believe it either. I mean, actually, I can. That's a sad thing. But, yeah, it's me. Also, fuck Eric Rowan's cage. What the fuck was that? We talk- We're just never going to find out what's in that cage, are we? And they're just making that cage not matter by doing this shit and just barely even acknowledging it. They knocked the cage over. And he didn't give a shit. He basically didn't care. Why? It took him a very long time to pick the cage back up. Like, he should have just been counted out because he was checking the cage. Stupid. They need to ditch this. Yeah, I don't know what the fuck they're doing with this, or if they even have an idea anymore. He needs to open the cages, his pink slip, and he gets fired. Oh, man. Why don't go hang out with the... with with the former Harper? That's that's okay. I don't think we need... I don't think we need Eric Rowan in, in AEW. They need more big guys. Come on. It's what the the internet marks want. I'm good. Alright, fair enough. What if he brings the cage to AEW? Stop. Just stop. No, no, hear me out. They don't sign Rowan. They just sign the cage. This is just DDT at this point. Is that a bad thing? I mean, Kenny's there. No, just send Derek Rowan to DDT. Actually, that wouldn't be a bad idea. Yeah, do it. <laughs> send Rowan to DDT. 
Jonathan is down in the chat. He, he wants that. But here's the important question, though, John, because they advertised AJ Styles versus Aleister Black next week. They also advertised Beth Phoenix returning next week. It's at the Barclays Center. You could go to the show. Yeah, I won't, though. You were you were flirting with the idea earlier. Yeah, and then I immediately talked myself out of it and remembering, like, it's going to be like a hundred bucks to see a show that I don't care about. Check this. Check the secondary market around. Like, how long does it take you to get to the Barclays Center? Probably like ten, fifteen minutes. Yeah, check about like half hour before the show. See, just just look. Just curious. I mean, the thing is, is yeah, it's not even just that. Like, because it's it's not even just going to be the tickets. It's also going to be like I'm going to want to go and have like I'm not going to be able to eat beforehand, so I'm going to want to have like some kind of some kind of hot dog or a burger or something, and I'm going to want to get a beer, and then it's gonna you know it's all it all fucking adds up. Yeah, it's for a show that I don't like that much. Okay, I'm willing to do it for I'm willing to do it for dynamite. I'm. Not willing to do it for Raw, I don't think. Too bad they'll never be in New York. I mean, they're close enough. I know, I'm just saying they'll never be in New York proper. And they might be if, you know, they get big enough that, you know, Vince can't threaten all the venues that they want to run. Put them in the Barclays Center. I mean, the rumor was that Vince fucking threatened the Barclays Center. Hmm, that sucks. They, that he pulled his usual Vince Big Dick thing of like, hey, if you do this, we'll never fucking work your venue again. Post a show at the Garden. I mean, you know, you know Vince is going to big dick them. Well, he can't big dick New Japan. No, he can't, it turns out. I don't, I, I don't think Vince can do shit about the Garden anymore. Between this and Ring of Honor, and, you know, that, what, was that CMLL or AAA, did you see? It's AAA, but it also got moved to the to the theater, because, you know. But it still counts as a garden. Still counts. Sure, okay. Yeah, so, I, I, I don't think Vince has a grip on the garden as much as he used to. He should he should have the uh, XFL championship match at the Garden. Neutral field. I don't think they can do that. Why not? I don't think the Garden is big enough to fit a football field. Expand it. <laughs> Expand the Garden. Make it bigger. You literally can't do that. Watch, Vince will find a way. <laughs> All right, John, let's let's wrap up this raw talk. Talk to me about the, the word. They 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 said some some curse words on. They, look, they've been saying a lot of curse words on the raw. Yeah, last lately. week they said sh- the shit <laughs> word. Yeah, Shayna said the shit word, and that was crazy. Uh huh. And this week. Both Tom and Jerry Lawler said the Saudi Arabia word a lot of times. 
So I guess we're just full on acknowledging that Super Showdown's in Saudi Arabia again, huh? I thought they did that for the last show. No, the last show they still like just kind of did the in Jeddah, and then never say where Jeddah is. It's twenty twenty, y'all. They, they can say they can say the Saudi Arabia word now. Vince McMahon don't give no fucks no more. I guess okay. He's like, I guess we're. I guess this is that's the answer for how long it takes us to not care about a journalist getting beheaded. I mean, for, a year and a half. I mean, for Vince, it took like no time at all. Well, yeah. Yeah. Saudi Arabia, hey? Saudi Arabia. A trophy named after their fucking stupid-ass mountain. It's about prosperity, I think. What? The mountain represents prosperity or something? I thought it was about uh, social injustice. No, that's what this show is about. You mean Super Showdown? Well, yeah. I was sure you didn't mean heel turn. I was like, come on. It's not that bad. I mean, I was saying that we cover the social injustice, not that we cause social injustice. Fair enough. So, John. I'm looking at the Super Showdown Wikipedia article. Yep. Where's the card? The card's there. I don't. I don't see it, dude. There's like seven matches. I mean, I, maybe my phone's just being weird. Oh, there it is. Yeah, it's your, yeah, my, it's your phone, dog. My phone was being weird. It's it's up. It it, it wasn't showing the the table for some reason. Anyway, let's since I have it up now, let's, let's run through our predictions real quickly for Super Showdown. Uh, Boy, I can't wait for this show, John. Before we do this, uh, how is pro wrestling? Oh, excuse me, how is fuck Saudi Arabia that cool covering this? I don't know. We might not, honestly. Alright. Because you guys were talking about something, I was just wondering if you... Yeah, it, basically Oscar and I have been talking about various ideas, one of which being we get really drunk and then watch the show and then cover do a drunk podcast. That could be fun. The other idea was instead of watching the show, Oscar just simulates all the matches in WWE 2K20 and we review that instead. That could be fun. I like both the answer to all of this is that we might just not do any of this because f- fuck this show. I mean, you guys have to do put that on Friday. Put that out. That could be casual Friday. No, casual Friday is something else this week. Patreon.cool. If, if we do it. And if we don't, fuck Saudi Arabia. I mean, give give us money so we can keep owning fucksaudiarabia.cool. I actually own that. Look, year- the only reason y'all even reviewed the last one was because you allowed Oscar to talk about fucking WWE 2K20 for an hour. Yeah, so let him talk about that game again. No! Alright, fine. Fair enough. John... He keeps telling me about that game. I don't want to know more. He needs to tell you about the DLC packs. That's oh, what he's talking about on about this the podcast. DLC packs. First hour is him reviewing the the DLC packs, including the Southpaw one. Oh, he's already told me about them. I hate them. Great. 
Speaking of hate, let's go through this card, John. Seth Rollins and Murphy defending the Raw Titan titles against the Street Profits. What crimes will they be forced to stay in Saudi Arabia for committing? Um, theft. Because the referee is going to be for Rollins and Murphy and help them retain. I was about to say that's racist. It's a- Rollins and Murphy are absolutely retaining, though. Yes. The a singles match for the WWE SmackDown Women's title. Bailey defending against Naomi. Boy, I don't have high hopes for this one. But John, it's historic. Think of all the hope for women it's bringing. They're fighting over this fictional championship. While the women are looting, are having zero rights. Literally, I feel like if Naomi did even a tenth of her fucking entrance, like, she would be fucking beheaded for fucking, like, indecency or some shit. What about the rear view? Oh, God. Can't do that move. This match is gonna be horrifying. It's gonna. It sure is. Someone's gonna get murdered during it. After the match, all the talent are gonna have their plane stopped and they're not gonna be able to leave again. <sighs> get hyped. There's never been a match that I have been looking forward to less than this. I think. Yep. Bailey's gonna retain, I guess. Sure. I'll go with that as well. Hey, John. Sure as fuck that you couldn't, like, at least have Naomi have a cool WrestleMania entrance. No. I mean, they did let Naomi have a WrestleMania entrance, remember? Do it again, cowards. Yeah. You're back in Florida. Give it to her again. Give it to her every time. It's just every time they're in Florida. That's what I mean. So every every time. They're always in Florida. And so they have the gauntlet match for that stupid trophy. And uh, yeah, I was right about Rey Mysterio being in the match, but I was wrong about who he was replacing. Who did he replace, Owen? He's replacing Rusev. Oh. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense because I literally just talked about the plane being stopped. And Rusev was one of the people saying, yeah, fuck that, I'm not coming back. And also, Rusev had has fucking contractual issues right now. Weird. I can't believe a guy with contractual issues would not want to go back to Saudi Arabia. Well, Sam, I, I feel like it's also more like maybe they realize, like, wait, maybe we don't want to send this guy to Saudi Arabia when he's maybe not re-signing with the company. Yeah. So it's AJ Styles, Andrade, Bobby Lashley, Eric Rowan, R-Truth, and Rey Mysterio. Edge. I mean, if he's cleared to actually do stuff, yeah, it had to be Styles. That he and his dumb friends can both have trophies. 
Yeah, so they can all boast about being the best in the world, and that's how you set up that, like, I'm the greatest, I'm the best in the world, I'm the greatest of all time, I'm better than The Undertaker. And then lightning hits, and The Undertaker comes out, and he's all like, I thought you were going to say, say the best in the world, and then call the personality hits. Yeah, call the personality hits, and then The Undertaker comes out. Yeah, sure, that checks out. And he yells his clobber in time, and, uh... Hold on, John. It has to be a cover called Personality by Limp Bizkit. No, it's a Johnny Cash cover of Called a Personality. I mean, why not both? Layered on top of each other. What else is on this pay-per-view? Also, Jonathan in the chat says that Rowan's cage wins. Will Rowan's cage even be there? No. I bet you not. Bet they wrote it off the show tonight. It, oh, man. The, the cage is sick. It must heal back in the States. How about uh, the Universal Championship match between The Fiend, Bray Wyatt, and Bill Goldberg? So there are two th- there's one thing that I am definitely sure of about this match. The red lights will be back. Okay, there are two things that I am sure <laughs> of about this match. What's the other thing? This is going to suck and I'm going to hate it. Of course it is. It's a feed match. They all suck. There was a third thing about this match that I was sure of. And that was the fiend was going to retain. Mm-hmm. But now with all this talk about fucking WrestleMania being on ESPN Plus this year, I I do I I do think that they're going to do it. I think that they're going to fucking say if we're going to try and sell WrestleMania again this year, we need to have a fucking big thing and to them a big thing is a person that people remember from the 90s being the champion. Even though I feel like you could have Goldberg still get in as just as many people with him just being on the card in general, but I think they're going to do it again. John? I think they're going to put the title back on him. John, how about we compromise here? You ready? Okay. The Fiend Bill Goldberg. No, sir, I don't like it. Alright, decide, try it. Want to throw it out there, see if you want if it would interest you, but then you get the best of both worlds, you get the 90 star, and you also get the creepy weird gimmick, but okay. Let Bray Wyatt be Bray Wyatt, you cowards. Just regular Bray Wyatt, not the fiend? No, as in being cool and awesome, and not Bill Goldberg. Okay. I'm, I'm picking Goldberg in this one. Just go back to your knife show, Goldberg. What if he brings a knife? And they don't do that anymore because that show doesn't exist anymore. But go back to your knife show. They might still exist in Saudi Arabia. What if Goldberg beats the Fiend with a knife? Come on, they used swords. You can't behead someone with a knife. It's the biggest sword. That means the biggest knife is a sword. True. Uh, a still cage match between Roman Reigns and King Corbin. Great. There are times this is the last time these guys are going to fight for a while. 
I fucking hope so. Big dog gonna big dog. Yeah, big dog gonna strong. Of course he is. Strong it up. Um, WWE Championship match: Brock Lesnar versus Ricochet. Gee, I wonder how this is going to go. Suplex City. Lesnar's obviously gonna retain. Come on, he's gonna barely break yeah. a sweat. This is gonna be every Brock Lesnar versus a little man match that we've ever seen. And yeah, they're always cool. Again, they're always his best matches. The Styles match, the Bryan match, the Balor match. This will probably be up there too. If if you know, no way. Ricochet's really gonna pull it all out. Say what? No way. He's gonna have one roll up attempt. It's almost a three, and then he's gonna get off F five. It's gonna be over in like. Two and a half minutes. I don't know. I mean, look, if they're going to allow Ricochet the time on like a paper, like, you know, a pay-per-view as it were, because like, you know, they got to fill time. Who gives a fuck? Like, look, you saw what the crazy shit they did with the Bobby Lashley match where he like fucking got thrown in a fucking like soup, like a superplex and just like fucking landed on, rolled and landed on his feet. That shit was amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, you know he's going to do that a bunch of times and do a bunch of crazy... Like, hey, look, if they let him be New Japan and Ricochet for the night, that could be a cool fucking match. You're asking a lot. I know I am. This is still the Bork laser, I'm aware. I'm less confident. But I want to believe that Ricochet can wrestle a match around Bork laser. Mm-hmm. He probably won't, though. Nope. John, I got Thanks for playing, Richard O'Shea. John, I got one more match. Why is this the last match? I don't know why. I I know that this isn't on you. I know that this is just the way that Wikipedia laid it out makes no sense. But this is a weird thing to put on as the last match. Well, it's, we're doing it anyway. It's the SmackDown tag title match between the New Day and the Miz and Morrison. Hot take, Owen. I don't know, because we might be agreeing on it. Title change. I agree. All right, then. You don't sign Morrison if you're not going to do anything with him. Give him the belt. This is WWE we're talking about. I'm doing my best here, John. They absolutely do sign people with no intention of using them. I know, know shut up! Morrison... Is a tag champion again with the Miz. Leads up to some dumb match at WrestleMania. It'll probably be like a triple threat with them, the Usos, and the New Day. I can't wait. Also, yeah, no, that is exactly what it's going to be. I know. I was literally thinking that earlier of like, oh, yeah, and then it would build up to then it's just another fucking everybody in the pool match, I guess. But it, you can't put Rude and Ziggler in there because Ziggler's going to be busy with Otis. They're going to have a match with Mandy as the referee. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. That's, that's it for Super Showdown. That seems like a show that's going to be on noon Eastern on Thursday. I don't know. I'm going to have it on the background. I won't because I can't do that at work. But hey, I'm going to just throw it out there for everybody out there on the internet. Don't fucking watch Super Showdown. Agreed. Do not. 
I know it's not like it works like that anymore, and it's not like it really matters if you don't give them if you don't give them the views because they're still going to make it anyway because it's not about that. But fuck them. Don't watch Super Showdown. Don't even give them the fucking attention. Yep. If you have to watch it, do what I did for Crown Jewel and watch it on Daily Motion before it gets taken down immediately. Yeah, sure. But John, is that it for heel turn? Yes. Hey, production bro, isn't that cool? It's not just cool, it's not cool. Head to the website, also uh, the official podcast of fucksaudiarabia.cool. It's not just cool, it's also a website. Yeah, so go to either one of those, it'll take you to our wrestling website with our podcast and all that other good stuff. Uh, if you want to check us out on Facebook, search for ProWrestling.Cool or Facebook.com slash PWDOTC. On Twitter, if you want to get all our postings and stuff, uh, just follow at PWDOTC. Or if you want to see John do a bunch of fun shit posting, it's at the heel turn. How's that going? Meh. Fair enough. Uh, if you want to support... Social media is dumb. If you want to support us financially and get a bunch of goodies, like show notes to this episode and all, all other episodes of our podcast, uh, head over to Patreon.cool. We also have higher tiers where we give out our pay-review review podcasts and our monthly bonus shows. We even have a tier where you can suggest us to do real dumb shit and we'll, we'll do it. I, it's a mistake. I don't know why we did that. I think we should rethink our Patreon tiers, but we'll talk about that later. We'll talk about that after WrestleMania. I mean, or I mean, we'll talk about it before, but we'll, if there's any changes, it'll be after WrestleMania. Oh, yeah, no. That, that's not coming. That ain't for a bit. But yeah. So check that stuff out. Uh, if you want to follow John on social media, it's at I am John GM. You could do that if you really want. I mean, honestly, this social media is dumb. Don't at me. I'm busy. John is busy. I ain't gonna post on this shit. Whatever. Talk to him on Discord. Or slide to his DMs. Yeah, I guess if you really want to slide into my DMs, you could do that. If you weird are your dms open do i have to do something to open them i have no idea i don't know how social media works because for me i just well, I, I just tell people to I, follow me at bonus frozen well i never set them to close so i guess they're open so get 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 at him i hear that's where it goes down send all the hot scoops Via Twitter DM to at I am John GM. Yeah, okay, that that actually is a good thing. If you want to send me cool wrestling scoops, if you want to send me the latest info on what the fuck Teddy Hart's been up to, yeah, slide to my DMs. Let's go. Teddy Hart, slide to his DMs. No. Yes. You're not welcome. But he's. What if it's an account that's totally not Teddy Hart, but is totally Teddy Hart? Jim Cornette, you can slide in my DMs. I want to tell you what a fucking piece of shit you are to your face. He can't. He's already, he's already blocked you. Not that I am John GM. Fair enough. 
Alright, that's it for the show. We'll be back next week. I'll, I'll be just coming back from Boston, oh god. We didn't plug the other things. What, what other things? What's going on with Heal Alternative What's... this week? Uh, it's a regular-ass show. That's why I didn't plug it, because it's... Whatever. When's re- oh, whatever, it'll be cool and fun. We'll talk about wrestling that we like. When's Revolution? This weekend, on Saturday. So They'll- you should say, oh, we're going to do predictions for the Revolution. Well, I forgot about the fact that we were going to do predictions for Revolution because I kind of forgot that Revolution was happening on Saturday until you mentioned well, it. Well, now it's happening, so you're welcome. Shit. Now I'm going to have to edit a fucking Patreon podcast this weekend, too. God damn it. Get hyped. I, I mean, yeah, I guess you're going to edit, but at least you don't, you're not going to be on it. I don't know. I don't know. I'd say at least. I mean, that gives you more time to sleep. Oh, and you know I never sleep. Fair enough. And you just Teddy Hart. That's because of drugs and, and murder. other crimes. Allegedly murder. We'll see if we can solve that case. Allegedly tax fraud. <laughs> Potentially. Potentially and allegedly. We'll find out. What's, what's Teddy Cast? I, I gotta, I gotta do a lot of work on that. But that'll probably be up Friday. Okay. See how I'm, see how I'm feeling on Wednesday and Thursday. Fair enough. All right, John. We'll be back next week with another episode of Heel Turn. So until then, I'm gonna go to sleep. Maybe. I'm just kidding. I don't sleep. I'll come back. Oh shit! Your Teddy Hart. Drugs. This podcast is a part of the Zonecast Network, produced and edited by Owen Douglas. Find more of our shows at zonecast.com.